people say rejection is redirection. Is that's true if you're walking in obedience? You know, people are going to reject you if you misbehave. Cain was rejected because he didn't do what was right. He wasn't so obedient. rejection isn't always about people being haters or you know redirecting you. Sometimes you're doing things that that bring inspire rejection. rejection. Hey everyone, welcome to Conversations, and I'm John. Did you forget for a moment what it was? Uh, no, not really. I was trying to think where I was going. <laughs> but anyway, word. I'm John, joined by my beautiful wife, Lisa Bevere, and we love to have conversations about topics that you are facing in everyday life. Mm -hmm. We feel like we have been married for 41 years. We've been in ministry for 40 years, uh, full-time ministry. We just want to be able to help sit down as like a mom and a dad, being able to share some of the things of life. And so um, before we get be begin on our topic for today, we just want to remind everybody, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Why is that so important? You're actually becoming a team member and getting this message out further and farther. Because when you review, people read them and they go, you know, that really touched my heart. I think I need to listen to this. So if you write a review, Lisa, yep. that means that you just might get it read on air. And I think you're going to share uh, a review. But yeah, this is by J.C. Warrior, Ooh, 84. He said, I was introduced to John Bevere a few years back when he spoke about driven by eternity. And he goes on to say, I'm a thinker and a planner and I need things to make sense. He does just that. You are really good at that, John. You are very logical. He has a gift of breaking down scripture with common sense where I can then meditate on it and have it be part of my daily wow. life. Thank you, John and Lisa, for your individual yes to the Lord, your joint yes to this podcast. I want you to know that this is a blessing and equipping the body of believers to partner with the Holy Spirit to walk in the victory Jesus has already won for us. Wow, JC, wow, that Warrior, is an answer thank to you our prayers. So much, yes. Yeah, that's amazing. That really encouraged me today. Thank you, JC. So today we're going to talk We're logical. We're going to have a logical conversation. Oh, no. <laughs> no, when you put you and me together, it gets a little different. It random, gets a little random, more, more random logical. flowy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, today, we're going to talk about dealing with rejection. Rejection is something that I think everybody that's listening to us has, has experienced one time or another in life. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus experienced it for us. And people are actually experiencing it on a very wide scale. Yeah. I mean, it used to be like, hey, your neighbor doesn't want to hang out with you anymore. Now it's social media. People saying, we cancel you. We all hate you. I unfollow. I remember you got permanently canceled. I did get permanently canceled and from a church. And we had to walk through that. We, yeah. We did. Said, we did. Permanently canceled from the city. They said, that is, there, just about... It was, it, that was intense. Yeah. That was intense because and it I was tough. Yeah, it was really tough. It was and really so tough. Hopefully we'll be and, able to. And help you know people. what? And you know what was so beautiful? I was actually thinking about this the other day, that day that I was permanently canceled. That's the words that were used <laughs> for saying something about a coffee you were shop. trying to be cute. I, I, listen, and listen, it, it, they didn't take it mercy. as cute. You, you need to all have mercy on people in front of stages where they, they slip and say something. But here's the thing. You know what was so beautiful? When I was permanently canceled, I remember Bob Goff reached out to me that day out of the blue 
out of the blue and he texted me on the phone. He said, I just want to remind you who you are and how amazing you are. He did not know I'd been permanently canceled. That day. But there anyway, were a lot of yeah, tears. So I remember doing the Zoom call. There were yeah, a well, lot it, of tears. It was like a punishment for a long it time. It was very sad. Okay, well, here's, and now all of you guys will be curious about that, but that's for another time. John, have you ever suffered rejection? Oh my gosh, yes. Yes. From friends, from publishers, from churches. Let's talk about the publisher one, because well, I, I, I remember that. I remember, you know, spending a whole year writing a book. First of all, English was my worst subject in high school. Who helps you? Who and, helps you? Well, I'm going to, I'm about to get to that. And I remember God said, write a book. And I remember getting a word about writing a book. And I knew I was supposed to, and it took a whole year to get it out. And then I remember, um, you, you helped me with the editing process. And the first person that read it came back and said, well, you used too many scriptures. Then I sent it to two publishers. One didn't even bother responding. The other one said it was too preachy. And they, they actually invited us to join a, uh, a, like a class on how to learn how to write. Yeah. And After I, I you'd think, spent a year writing a book. thousand dollars. And we were like, we don't even have that much money. And what's amazing is that book is sold now over 300,000 copies. So the one that, you know, God turned it around yeah. later on. But boy, I remember I was just lying on the living room floor, staring at the ceiling. I remember I thought to myself, I've been staring at one spot in the ceiling now for about 20 minutes. And I was just so heavy, so sad, felt like such a failure, felt like I wasn't really helping people, spent like I'd lost a lot of time. There was all kinds of thoughts going through my mind. And But can I highlight something for everybody out there? You can be obedient and still experience rejection. Yeah. Because you were obedient to write. Yeah. I remember we wrote Victory in the Wilderness and then Voice One Crying. Yep both rejected. Yep. And all we wanted to have was a tool. Well, my Bible school, te- actually the second book, my Bible school teacher who I adored, it was an older woman. Uh, she, she actually let me have it on that one. She said, you know, who does John think he is to say some of the things he's written? But here's the thing. It worked something in us. Are we going to character. obey God? Or are we going to listen to what people said? Because what happened was after another crisis with those two books, somebody that was said, we believe in you. We want to take your books and publish. Just give us $5,000, which was like 500000 at the time. Yeah. And then they robbed us. And we went and met with they, another they, publisher. They, well, wait, wait. They, they actually canceled us. They canceled and, us. And we didn't get our money back. Didn't get the money back. <laughs> and then we met with a publisher. We were like, please help us. And while we were at the lunch, lunch, he asked what you were ministering on. And you shared how you were ministering on offenses, which kind of ties into rejection, ministering on offenses. And I remember you and I left the restaurant. We drove home and on our answering machine, I don't know if y'all remember those things, (laughs) on our answering machine, there was an editor saying, we want that manuscript before anybody else gets it. We're like, what manuscript is he talking about? And it was the bait of Satan. It was the bait of Satan, which just this year passed 6 million copies. And what's amazing is, you know, the guy that headed up that publishing company was not the guy when I wrote wrote the first book and that was the same company that said it's too preachy rejected us too much scripture and then it ended up being one of the top books that company had ever sold and so i mean it's just amazing and john i'm just going to be honest with you everywhere i go i was just in amsterdam they were talking about 
the impact of that message, the bait of Satan about wow. when you are rejected by a man of God, it doesn't mean you're rejected by God. When you're rejected by a friend or a brother, it doesn't mean you're rejected by God. And, and David experienced rejection. Jesus experienced rejection. We all experience rejection at one time or another, but you cannot allow the fear of man to come in and cause you to submit to man's will, you've got to actually just say, God, you know what, if I am pleasing to you and I am being obedient to what you've called me to do, that is enough for me. Okay. So Lisa, have you experienced rejection? Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, um, I've, I've experienced a lot of rejection from family. Uh, I, I really believe that my mother had an expectation. We, you know, we talk about that in the bait of Satan, when people have an expectation and when you don't meet that expectation, then there's a constant disappointment. Uh, I remember my mom was angry at me as an infant because I, I was crying all the time because I had some kind of problem with the formula and I, listen, I don't even remember it, but anyway, she said, I rejected her. I rejected her nursing and then I rejected the formula. And then she, when I was seven, asked me who I liked more my dad or her. Oh, that's and so sad. I said, I, I'd never even thought that in my mind. And I said, I love, I love you both the same. And she said, no, you don't. And I remember at that point when she pressed, she said, fine, I, I, I'm not your mother. You're your dad's. Your brother is mine. And you're going to be sorry for the rest of your life that you chose your dad over me, which I didn't even know that was happening. And there was a rejection and it lasted sadly my mom's whole life. You know, a year before my mom, dad, my mom died. She looked at me and said, it's not your fault. And I said, what's not my fault? She just said, I just never bonded with you. So constant rejection from my mom. But think about that constant rejection from my mom wasn't because she wanted to be mean. She had gone through brokenness with her mother and rejection and brokenness continues in a family until one generation says it stops with us. And I, you know, I also believe John, just like God had called you to write God had called me to minister to women. So of course the enemy is going to attack my female relationships, that primary relationship that I had with a mother. He would, he would attack that. He would try to undermine it. And yet God is bigger. And uh, then we also got rejected by my dad, you know? So, so here's the thing. I hear people say it uh, and it sounds a little trite, but it's true. People say rejection is redirection is that's true. If you're walking in obedience, you know, people are going to reject you. If you misbehave, Cain was rejected because he didn't do what was right. He wasn't so obedient. rejection isn't always about people being haters or, you know, redirecting you. Sometimes you're doing things that, that bring inspire on rejection. rejection. It, bring, yeah. it brings it on. But in any moment, all you have to, Cain, all he had to do, God said, if you do what's, do what's right, right, will yeah. you not be accepted just like yeah. your brothers? But he yeah. said, sin's crouching at the door. So rejection actually opens the door to sin. 
two yeah, effects. How you respond to it. How you respond to rejection yeah. can yep. open up the door. Yeah. And he responded by getting angry yep. instead of simply and killing doing his what brother was right. Now, instead of that. all rejection is not from doing what's wrong. There's a yeah. lot of rejection That's when we're doing, doing right. what's right. Yeah. And that and Peter addresses that. Yeah, Jesus he says, was rejected for doing right. When you do what is right and you're punished for doing wrong, he said, hey, if you take it patiently, this is the will of God. That's 1 Peter chapter 2. So you can experience rejection in relationships, in job, your career, in social situations. You can re- experience it in social media. We have kids that are committing su- suicide. Because of the rejection they're experiencing oh, the on social yeah. media. Now, we'll address that in a minute. You can uh, experience it in sales, in business, okay? You can experience it as far as your ethnic group. Can I highlight the business thing? I, I, yes. One of my heroes of entrepreneurs is is Jamie Kern Lima and she tells in her book how many times she was rejected over and over and over by cosmetic companies by Sephora by all of these different places where they didn't just reject her product which was amazing they rejected her they said you don't look the part you don't and she just kept going for it. She just kept moving forward. And so she was consistent. She was diligent in the face of rejection. And she ended up being the very first woman CEO of a cosmetic company, which she sold for a billion dollars. And so like God, God is actually saying, come on, will you work perseverance through the rejection? Yeah. If I've told you something, will you continue with it? I think of or our friend are you gonna stop? who became Miss America in 1981. She, uh, God put it in her heart to run. Mm. And after nine failures, or excuse me, Was after eight nine? failures, eight failures, wow. eight rejections, she became Miss America. Wow. And so um, what are co- some of the common responses to rejection? Now, this is what a person would do that doesn't have their mind renewed. Yeah. This is somebody who's not firmly rooted in the word of God. This is the natural human tendency. And you can have this as an initial response, sure. but you just can't stay here. Yes. This, yes. Yeah. Th- yeah. So, so somebody who doesn't have a renewed mind, as Lisa said, is going to camp here. Yeah. And that's anger and offense. Right. Shame and embarrassment. Yeah. Self-doubt. Isolation. That's what Cain did. He and, isolated and, himself. He became a, a wanderer and a, and a vag- vagabond, right? Yeah. And so... And a false self. Yes. But let's, are we going to talk about some of these? Yes. Let's talk about them. Okay. So anger and offense, Mm -hmm. we kind of bounce a little bit about that. We're going to do that when we feel we've been unjustly treated. When people feel rejected, they reject others. Yep. When people feel judged, they judge others. When people feel um, outside, they push other people to the outside, to the outer fringes. So anger and offense. And again, right now we've got a very angry culture. The first response is anger. Yeah. And yet the Bible is so clear that the anger of man never works the righteousness. Never. It doesn't say sometimes or in certain situations, never works the righteous purposes of God, the wrath of man. That is when you are so upset, you want somebody else to feel your pain. You want to punish them. You want to uh, say, this is, I'm going to make this right. And the truth is Jesus is committed his soul to God who, who judges fairly. And there comes places in our life where we just need to surrender our soul to God and say, you need to judge this shame and embarrassment. How did you, how did you, how did you feel about, I can still actually remember that day when you came home and it was a second manuscript. 
And you said there, they say it's still, I still can't write. It's still too many scriptures. It's still too preachy. Wow. I, I can still remember. And do you, I, do you remember what, um, what I did? Do you no. remember? Cause I remember, I remember taking you by the shoulder and saying, that's a lie. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. And, and so often when, when embarrassment and shame tries to, to camp on us, we go into the next thing, which is self-doubt. Did God tell me to write a book? Man, I've written two books and they're going nowhere. They're going nowhere. Uh, this is, this is, uh, th these are, these are publishers. These are people that know why should I listen to what I feel like God is saying? Cause it doesn't look like the circumstances are supporting what God is saying. And yet even the rejection and embarrassment that we felt has bastards. Do you remember? I, like you were always traveling and speaking, but I still remember just feeling uh, so much shame and embarrassment, like, oh, you used to be a pastor on staff. Now where do you park? Now where do you sit? Now where do you go? And I'd be like, I sit with the people. This is what's going on in my life. But self-doubt comes in. Yeah. And, and that's one of the enemy's ploys where he just said, has God really said? But the most dangerous one is isolation. Yeah. And Proverbs chapter 18, verse yeah. one says, a man who isolates himself seeks his own desire and yeah. rages against all wise judgment. And this is what Cain did. He said he became a vag vagabond and a wanderer. He said, everybody's out to get me. Yep. And a person that allows it to go to this level, mm -hmm. the isolation level, mm. is the person that's in very dangerous ground because, you know, false prophets are called wolves and they're in sheep's clothing, not shepherd's clothing. And what is a wolf's goal? He wants to isolate the sheep from the herd so that sheep becomes meat for its table. Mm -hmm. And when we go into that isolation mode, oh mm -hmm. my gosh, now that isolation occurs in our heart. You know, mm -hmm. Paul said to the Corinthian church, you have shut up your heart of affection towards me. Mm -hmm. I'm your father. I'm telling you the truth. The more I love you, the more you reject me. But in that actuality, they felt like he was rejecting them just because right. he was speaking the truth and they shut up their heart. So you can be married to somebody and your heart shut up. You can be, you can be in relationship with somebody, working with somebody, and you have closed up your heart. That isolation doesn't happen first outwardly. It happens first in here. And so this one is so dangerous. How does somebody, how does somebody catch that before it works its way when you feel heart. yourself inside pulling away from everybody, well, I'm just going to, I'm just not going to talk to them anymore. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to address them. I'm just going to be quiet when I'm around them. I'm just going to, you know, and then all of a sudden now that's, a, that, that's one level of isolation. It will lead to the next level, the next level, which finally will be, I won't go to church. I won't go to social, certain social gatherings. I will, you know, stay in my home. That's when you get really dangerous because now all of a sudden all these thoughts are in your head, these tormenting thoughts, and this is where you start doing self-destructive things. Mm -hmm. And that's how people end up there. It all started out with a simple rejection from somebody they wanted acceptance from. So what happens when we want our acceptance from God? When we say, I'm going to totally rely on acceptance from God, well, God will what? unconditionally love us and accept us. Well, now, if we flagrantly disobey, we might end up like Cain, of course. But I'm saying when we're walking in obedience, seeking to do his will, when we're quick to repent, quick to say, I'm sorry, God is never going to leave us nor forsake us. Mm -hmm. He's never going to reject us when we walk like that. Mm -hmm. So that's where our confidence needs to go. Then all else is bonus.
I hear you saying that God does not keep his word the way people do. You know, that God says, I have love you with an everlasting love. Yeah. That he is not a man that he would lie. That when he says he has loved you, that's past tense, and he will love you and does love you. Yes. And and here's the thing. John and I are not trying to belittle the pain of rejection. No. The pain of people canceling you, the pain of people that you care about pushing you away. You know, even even uh, when we talk about the publishers, you know, we, we know that that was God training us. Uh, the bait of Satan, even though that was a, a time of offense and rejection, it was a time where we found out that God was our source in a way that we never would have found another way. And we were able to not just live as the walking wounded, but to thrive in a situation and develop strength and then take that what had been a rejection situation and come around and bring other people into a place of healing. And can I can I say that when you experience rejection, here's what I've learned after 40 years to do. I very, very, the next day or the same day, I will get alone and I'll say, God, did I bring this on myself? Did I, did I do something that would really create and, this? And sometimes we're never hundred percent innocent. Right. Yeah. And God will address it. Mm -hmm. And if he does, I repent and I make it right with that person. But if God says, no, there's no, and there's nothing. I pray and I pray and there's nothing. I, I've, I've carefully examined through the word of God, through the lens of the word of God led by the spirit of God. Well, now I can make that adjustment by realizing, okay, this is a rejection that came from man. They might not see eye to eye with me, but this thing will not last because it's a lie. And a lie doesn't stand the test of time. Truth stands the test of time. There are people that will all look at Jesus one day and say, you are the son of God. We crucified you. We cried out that your blood would be on our children, but you are our Messiah. Let me tell you something. Lies don't stand the test of time. Truth stands the test of time. So now if you go before God and God says you're innocent, you're, you, 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 or you've, you, you've not done anything to bring this on because there are rejections that come that we do nothing to bring it on. But we actually found out with the Beta Satan book that there, we did have a part. Yeah, we had a part, we had a and part. I had dealt yeah. and I addressed yeah. that part. But I'm saying that you know, if you know for sure and you've got before God and you've been honest, because I, I always have to go, okay, I got to be neutral about this. God, I'm being honest. What have I done? Have I done something wrong? Boy, in that time. If God hasn't shown anything and he says, son, you're fine, you keep going, you keep loving that person, and you don't take that rejection from that person, take that acceptance from God. That's what you want to do. And then that way you're not responding in a way that is like a person that has a rejection complex actually leaves, gives off an aura of, please leave me alone, please. Or they I'm, start I'm, rejecting everybody reject yeah. they, or they start rejecting the people that God actually brings in their life for healing. They push everybody away, not just the person that was unhealthy yeah. or the person that rejected them. They begin to reject everything. Gosh, yeah. There's so much here, Lisa. I, know. I, I think, I, I know. think actually we should talk about this again some more because we haven't even touched this. I know. And I'm, I'm seeing, uh, this is just, this is just one of those things, John, that so many people are wrestling with right now. Right. Uh, parents are wrestling with 
rejection from children. Children are wrestling with rejection uh, from their friends, rejection from, you know, culture. We, you know, we have, you know, people that are saying horrible things about the next generations. And, and I, I do feel like this is something really big that we need to, to revisit. Yeah. So let's go ahead and we'll just say we'll continue to address this next time. Yeah, there's so much. And we just want to uh, remind you again that if you have not rated the show, please do it. Uh, please give a review, uh, just like JC Warrior did. And also make sure you hit that subscribe button. Now, we also want to remind everybody, we've got tons and tons of discipleship Yeah, Beta materials. Satan is on Messenger X. The whole yeah. Beta Satan audiobook is on Messenger X. Literally, the entire book. Me reading it in a studio. We have four other books that are on there. We have 40, over 40 courses, not only by Lisa and I, but other communicators. So please download Messenger X. Go to the App Store, go to Google Play, type Messenger and don't put a, a, a space between the R and the X, and you'll be able to download it, and it's absolutely free. We only ask one thing, and that is that you share it with everybody that you know. You're giving them a wonderful gift, an app that actually has 127 languages on it. So until next time, this has been Conversations with John and Lisa. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Conversations with John and Lisa Bevere. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you love to listen. Also, if you haven't already, go right ahead and download Messenger X to hear more content from John and Lisa Bevere and other great messengers. Again, thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on Conversations with John and Lisa.